Arts of Spirituality podcast. This is your host, Myra. This podcast takes us on a journey to finding new ways of spirituality that can help us ascend to our higher self and be one with the universe. Hi, friends. Today, we're going to be talking about what it is to be in a religion such as like being Catholic and still have your spiritual beliefs. And here with me is my sister, Lorena Orozco, which I'm so excited because I feel like she's my biggest supporter and she's seen my actual journey like since day one and how I have evolved from being Catholic and raised Catholic. And obviously she was raised with the same things as I was and how that went about. Hi, Lorena. How are you today? Hi, friends. I'm good. How about you? Hi, friend. <laughs> Even though you're my sister, I still call you a friend. Like, I think we annoy people. Like, why are you calling her your friend if she's your sister? <laughs> yeah, we got that weird stare. It's um, my friend's sis. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like even though you know a lot of the things that I've gone through and you kind of like seen my full journey, you know, like you've seen what it was for me to be Catholic and then all of a sudden take like a drastic change. And in a way, I feel like it impacted you as well. You know, it's not like you were converted into doing the same things that I'm doing because you're you're not. But at the same time, you're very respectful towards like the things that I do. And you still believe on the things that I do. So in your perspective, growing up with someone who is spiritual, how did it impact you as far as like your belief system? Well, I just feel like it made me more open to things. Just like because how you mentioned it was always like, oh, you're Catholic and you're going to be Catholic your whole life. Like I felt like I only knew that it was supposed to just be Catholic my whole life. I was never like, oh, I'm going to open to, you know, spirituality or things like that. So now I just feel like I'm more open to it. Um, But growing up, I did have that mentality like, oh, well, no, my dad said I'm going to be Catholic my whole life. In a way, stick to it. But I feel like once, you know, I obviously got older, I saw more things. Um, I learned about traumas and, you know, and obviously you being like my best friend, I obviously would have conversations with you and you you helped me evolve into it. And I'm just very open to to it now than I was you know back then I also feel like it kind of validated a lot of your beliefs too kind of like solidifying everything that you believed in you know the whole Jesus Christ the whole Virgin Mary it solidified that there was such a thing because you know you grow up and it's like almost like fairy tale like stories and then it's like okay I have to believe in it because it's so embedded in me and this is what I grew up learning that I have to believe that this is true but then when you open yourself up to spirituality, it could almost like validate that an actual human being could exist. Right. It's like how, in a way, and not to like offend anyone or anything, but um, like the Santa Muerte, for example, like they're always like, oh, well, you know, it's kind of, they make it seem like it's demonic in a way when it's really not. It's like every other saint that you have, you know, and, and that people worship. So I just feel like a lot of people aren't very open to it. 
But if they were, it would be a whole different conversation. Yeah, it's almost like it deconstructed the idea there's that there's boundaries in the religion. Right. When you're Catholic, you're taught not to think that the Santa Muerte is something good because it's so embedded. So it kind of breaks down those barriers, like that there's no boundaries or things that they told us growing up that they were bad are not really bad. Not as bad, right. But it, it, it solidifies also your belief system. Like you you turning on a candle and praying. Like you're raising a certain vibration for that certain entity. Even if it's like the Virgin married or like... Any other saint. Any other saint, right? So it kind of like validates as well. And then you start thinking like, okay, if this is real, what else is real? You know, and the way that you practice things is just, it makes so much more sense to do it the way that you do it. You know, in in a Catholic church, they still burn incense. They still, you know, do prayers. They still um, do candle work because essentially that's what they do. The whole concept of doing the quaresma or doing specific dates on specific time is still almost like aligning with other belief systems, you know. So I think that like it was a construct of many different things altogether. And the way that we know Catholicism is very similar to a lot of the witchy stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I feel like once you are open to, you know, like, I guess you could call it like the witchy stuff, you just, you go back to like being Catholic and you're like, wow, like this is the exact same thing but in a whole different religion. It's like how you, you know, like how you mentioned how um, our saints in Catholicism are kind of similar to, you know, the Orishas, you know? Yeah. Everything is almost the same, but it's like a whole different perspective. And then like you, you're like, okay, well, like send me a sign. And then, you know, like, you get your sign set and you're just like, oh, like, you'd step back and be like, well, like, this works too, you know? It's just being very open. And I feel like it. not everyone will be open to it. Yeah, well, it's also because, like, your leaders kind of put it in your head that there's no such thing as being open to anything else. Like, they create those boundaries, you know, those. And I think boundaries are great. When it comes to spirituality, it's it's very hard for you to build boundaries to your consciousness. You know, like the things that you you could be conscious about, like obviously you stayed in the same belief system, but at the same time, you also believe that there's other things and you kind of make it work in your favor in your practice. Like you didn't stop being Catholic. But now it's like you amplify that energy because now you know how to amplify it based on what you learned somewhere else. Um, I think it's also great that like we both have the same ancestors and, you know, obviously because you're my sister. So either way, you have ancestors from my mom's and my dad's side of the family. But you could always tell when your ancestors kind of are a little biased because of the routes that you're taking like you always get a specific uncle of ours that comes out like in your readings or comes out for you 
He's always coming through. <laughs> always coming through for you. He has never ever came through to me and said, hey, like this is the advice I have. But, you know, our great grandma has, you know, like she's she's always down to like tell me, hey, this is what it is or that's what it is. So like in in a way, I also kind of learned that our ancestors kind of also pick and choose who they want to help because of either their personalities. And if you think about it, like my uncle who does come help you a lot more, you resemble more his personality than I do. You know, like our great grandma, I think I resemble more her personality <laughs> than you do. Yeah. You know, I guess our ancestors, you know, we could sit here all day and turn on candles for all of our ancestors, but it's also being conscious that they get to pick who they're going to go help. It's not who wants to help them, you know? Yeah, I guess they also have a favorite in the afterlife. I could also say that about our grandparents, you know, you would think that because I am open to a lot of the spirituality and I'm, I'm able to help them out a lot better in their process of achieving like enlightenment in the other side or we need to light up a candle for them to, for them to be going to the light essentially you would think that they would come to me a lot more because I'm more witchy and do a lot more witchy stuff but that's not the case like our grandparents don't really come to, to me you know right yeah recently deceased uncle also doesn't come to me as often as you would think they would because if they if they know that I could help them out, like I wouldn't deny helping a spirit out if they come and you know they ask for the help, even though I might have not had a good relationship with them, like my grandma. Mm-hmm. But even then, she still wouldn't ask for help, you know. Right. Yeah. She'll show up and she'll be like, "Yeah, hi," but she wouldn't show up to ask for help. I think I have learned a lot about spirituality based on the things that we both encounter, you know, because we we technically are in the same lineage in different paths. We're two completely different persons. Yeah, very different. Completely, like night and day. <laughs> My parents had girls that were supposed to be men. Or have a very masculine energy. Because <laughs> we do. We, we're very dominant in a lot of ways, you know. But it's dominance in different yes. ways from oh each other. Oh my god, yes. It's so funny that, like I said, I've learned a lot through seeing your spirituality about spirituality. Because technically, we grew up in the same things. like, And we were exposed to the same things. So when I was getting exposed to you know, Santeria, and I was exposing myself into spirituality, you were also being exposed. But it's not the route that you... Like, I took. Like, now I feel like I'm, I'm very much open to Santeria. When you were just getting, you know, initiated, I was, what, 14? I mean, I feel like, I mean, at 14, I wasn't, I wasn't worried about, you know, religion. I was worried about other things. So I feel like that's why I wasn't very much open to it. But I feel like now that I'm older, kinds of things and, you know, all that stuff, I feel like now I'm more open to it. 
but I feel like if I was like back then, I mean, obviously I wasn't very much open to it. That's also true because the the age gap is very big. It's not like two years apart, you know? Yeah. It's a significant gap. But I mean, even then, you know, when you became of age, when you were over 21 <laughs> and you still see me practice a lot of things and you still see me like doing a lot of, a lot of, you know, essentially my practices is still not what you want to fully invest in. Like you, you have your respects and you come and ask for guidance and, you know, all these things, but evolving yourself into this, you kind of already know like what it takes to be part of, of this, you know, like it's not, it's a huge commitment. Right. Yeah. And, and not to mention, like I've been able to guide other people who are open to this, but still want to remain in the Christianity still want to remain into their own belief system. It kind of helped me. I wouldn't say that I guide you in your spirituality, but I do see like you're in a different in a different parallel line, I guess you could say, because your reality is still shifting based on how my reality is shifting. You know, like the things that I learn, I'm able to share with you and you apply it into your own belief system, like the things that you want to do. Like when I first learned about manifestation, you were able to apply it into your practices wow yeah and it's man i it's like crazy because i remember you were like yeah well you do this and you know you have this mindset and this mindset and i started it and i i've manifested my closing date on my house you know i've manifested a couple things where i just i just like once it's there and i have it i'm just like wow i was just manifesting this like a month ago and even then like you bring up your closing day and I still remember like and that's why I say like you incorporated so much into your religion because even then you were like well if I get it like I'm I already told the Virgencita that if I'm able to get this like she's gonna she's gonna get something off of this you know like you made like a promise already like here's what it is and if the case is that you you get me this you're gonna get this Right, in return, right. So it's kind of like you incorporated that as well, like made it into your own thing. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel that it's harmless if you use spirituality in any type of religion as long as it makes you a better human being and it makes you aware and conscious and respectful towards other people's belief system, you know? Because I think we could learn a lot from other people's religions and other people's perspective and how we apply that into our own practices is kind of almost like the way of an alchemist maneuvering that energy to work for you and like I said you're still like very involved in uh, Christianity you know you're still very involved even though like now we're learning a lot of things about like decolonizing the way that we do things like to the basic even like prayers you know because of the thing, how how the priest was teaching it, we have to deconstruct and go right back into the basics. Because I also believe that there was Jesus Christ and his miracles were were done. And I also believe that, you know, his mom was the ultimate woman embodied, you know, embodiment. So, and then 
obviously when I grew up, like I was, I was so in thirst of my spirituality that I did at some point dive myself into a lot of the Catholicism values and their teachings. And I remember when I started like my spiritual journey, I started doing a lot of the, the rosaries. Like I would, I would do a rosary a day. And at some point, like I got to like two, two rosaries a day just because of like what my great grandma taught us. She would sit there and actually do rosaries after rosaries. And you're like, damn, she's a badass. Like if she's lived this long by rosaries, at least that was my mentality. Like she has a lot of help because she was able to stay in prayer. You know, it was almost like a chance, like, like a mantra every single time you do the rosary, like, because when you do the rosary, you're literally like amplifying that energy and saying, hey, this is what I want. I'm trying to make a wish. Let me, let me make and do these these frequencies in order for a specific saint or a specific entity can actually help me out, you know, like help me achieve what I want to achieve in the prayer. Yeah. And even now, like even, even now that I have completely detached from Christianity in a way where my mentality is, you know, Jesus Christ is more like, um, something that we could always achieve like something that we should look to achieve like anyone could reach the god-like complexity of jesus christ kind of thing i still do rosaries like because it amplifies my i feel like it amplifies my energy and it amplifies like my ancestors you know especially my great grandma when she comes around like she sees that I'm praying, it it kind of amplifies her energy, you know? Like, back in the day, I mean, I feel like their their era, it was more of a, a thing because, like, you go to Mexico and these people, they know it, like, like it, it was, like, their back of their hand and they, they know every type of, of rosary, like, and I only know just because um, when my our uncle recently passed and I went to the burial and, you know, that we did their services, um, they would just do certain types of like, oh, well, this one so his soul could reach the light or this one so, you know, his family could have peace and th- they knew much more. And I feel like till this day, it's like that. It's just people need guidance in a way because a lot of people don't have that either and and it's like a form of spells you know they're literally doing a spell to elevate a spirit they're literally doing a spell to you know send out good vibes to the family yeah and it's like like when you go to church too and you 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 get the oyster and the wine it's all like witchy stuff it's all in representation and it's all like in energy like amplifying the energy so there's there's truth to christianity and there's truth in every religion is literally just the way that you apply it so if you want to be witchy you could be like a a christian witch you know and and continue from there because even the other day i saw this thing um on tiktok where this girl was putting rosemary in holy water and i wanted to comment so bad like 
oh because she, she was baptizing and you know how like in the baptism they give out like like little party favors yeah holy water yeah it was literally um a bottle of holy water and it had rosemary like a stem of rosemary inside of it i wanted to comment so bad on it like hey you should put it under a full moon because <laughs> you're literally doing witchcraft with this you know it's a holy water and then you're adding the the energy of the rosemary and you know so it's like it's gonna be really good for protection <laughs> and i was like i wanted to comment on it so bad but everybody was looking at it like oh great that's a great thing because even to baptize someone i i believe they have to have when they baptize like the holy water that they're baptizing you with um has like an extra ingredient i think it's like an oil that they put on it or something like that and i'm just like man that's freaking witchy as hell like you go through a ceremony it's super witchy yeah you go through a ceremony for a water that's been prayed on holy water they do it specifically in specific times of like the year the month or whatever the case is oh yeah they do yeah and they literally pray on it they're amplifying the chemistry in the water they know they're witchy but they don't want to say they're witchy yeah you know so i wanted to comment on that so bad like Put it under a full moon. Do moon water, holy water, and, you know, protection spell and whatever the case is. It's it's funny because, like, like, how you mentioned, they don't even know that they're doing it. Right. They're just doing it. There's a lot of truth to Catholicism as well. Like, for example, like the exorcism, you know, like how you banish a bad spirit from a, from a body or how you banish a bad spirit from a house. Like, you guys literally do exorcisms, you know? And it's literally like all prayer and I don't know what else. I don't know what else it takes for them to do such a thing. But I have come to a conclusion that you could learn stuff from demons and you could learn things from the bad things. It shouldn't be taken lightly and it should be with caution. You know, you can't just go out there and be like, okay, I don't know anything about spirituality. I'm going to I'm gonna deal with the demon. It's like how people just go and play Luigi board and then they're stuck with the demon that they don't even know how to deal with right like don't go out there knocking on doors that you don't know nothing about you're not gonna know how to get out of it so then then you go out there and try to hide behind jesus christ you know i think a lot of people from christianity go into being more spiritual because i feel that the fact that it's very limited too, like you can't really ascend too much in your spirituality in Christianity. Meaning like, okay, if you wanted to be a teacher, you could teach or whatever, but it's always closed. Like you can't really teach anything else other than what is written on the book. You know, you can teach it like, this has been my experience and it doesn't give you room for a lot of experience either. Like, okay, so how do you deal with um, duendes? How do you deal with a bad spirit? Well, technically, the only thing that is being taught in Christianity is don't believe in it. Or if it's that you're in a situation, just get holy water and sprinkle some. Yeah, like it, it limits you because it doesn't want you to be like a witch. And I feel that a lot of people kind of derail out of out of christianity because of that like we don't want to 
or at least for me, right? Like when, when I found out that there was so much more, I wanted it to be open. Like I wanted to be able to say, hey, I did a limpia or I did a cleaning on someone and this is how it went, you know? And not be, not be looked sideways. Like, aren't you Catholic? You shouldn't be doing that. I want to say limitations because like I said, for everything, it's like you use the same tools. And unfortunately, with spirituality, you could be dealing with numerous of things. Yeah. You could be dealing with negative energy. You could be dealing with like a bad spirit. You could be dealing with a demon. You could be dealing with um, entities. Entities that you're not even aware that they exist. And you can't just clean that with holy water, uh, naked cleansing, you know? <laughs> right. Even like in the practice that I'm in, like every religion has like its limitations. Like you could only do this much with this much, you know, or how you solve your issues. And I think that that also kind of encouraged me to not only go from being a Christian to being part of Santeria or part of, you know, um, a close practice, but also encouraged me to look elsewhere you know look at other spirituality because if I'm trying to really do this to help someone is really to understand their spirituality and the way that they want to do things you know like also being respectful towards everybody else's belief system yeah and I think that's something like key we're in um in times where now you you know more people are are more open but you still have those that are like, you know, that's demon work and that's, you know, that's horrible. Or why do you do that? You're going to hurt somebody or why are you doing, you could be doing a simple spell and they're like, oh, why are you trying to hurt someone? And it's like, no, like. Right. And then the levels of comfort, you know, like, like I've had people who are Catholic, like super religious and they come for a reading and they're they're talking about like, well, I need it fixed, but I'm not willing to do any crazy things, you know? So learning kind of the things that are still in their belief system in order for me to help them is kind of really key as a spiritual leader, because I feel like the way that I was able to help her was still under her belief system. Like, okay, well, this is how I'm going to help you. There has been cases where like someone comes and they're like super set on their ways and they don't want me to go outside of their belief system, you know, what they're comfortable with. And I'm like, well, this is the only way, you know, like I could accommodate to somebody else's belief system and try to find a solution within their belief system. And then there's times where I cannot accommodate and I have to do it a certain way. That's what people don't get. Like there's, there's going to be times where your your way is like the only way that could it could like work and people are just I guess too scared to take that step but I feel like you have to in order to you know fix the situation or, or whatever the case is you have to take what comes with it because if you can't you're just gonna be I feel like you're just gonna be back to square one right I think people also appreciate the fact that I tell them like okay I wouldn't do it your way based on this this and this and i wouldn't incorporate or what your practice does in order to take care of this scenario but unfortunately i can't 
like people appreciate when you're like okay well she did try first to go with my belief system and and since it's not helping or it's not gonna help then yeah then I have to be open to you know finding a solution elsewhere like you can't always use your tools for me a spiritual leader has to improvise with the tools that they're given and but if you can't solve that issue with the tools that you're given in their belief system and their religion or whatever then you have to pull out your own tools you know yeah most definitely that's why i open myself up to a lot of spirituality and I am respectful towards the the different ways that they practice it. You know, to me, that's fascinating because then at some point I'm going to have solutions for pretty much anything that comes my way. Yeah. And then, yeah, because that's how I feel about it. Like, I'm very open to it. And like, yeah, there could be people around me that are just like, but why? Like, why now? Like, but it's like, it's just, I feel like it takes a lot for a person to be open to it and to respect it most most importantly because it's not the same as what you were raised with it's totally not the same so if it's like if you want to or you're like iffy about the situation you have to be open to to receiving whatever the case is yeah and it's it's tough because there's a lot of criticism behind it as well it's not easy to go from being raised as something to doing something else and then you get questioned by everything by everyone and and the initial blow is the worst because then people start questioning and start testing the belief system and you're just like well i don't have all the answers i just started (laughs) you know i just started but it makes more sense to me that should be enough that it makes more sense to me yeah a lot of people don't don't get it (laughs) It's okay. Yeah, and and there's a lot of witchy stuff in in the in the Bible too, you know? The prophetic dreams, people having dreams that where God or angels talk to them. The fact that they're able to do divination, like know exactly what's gonna happen in the future, you know? Like things like that. Like there's even um portions where a lot of mentioning of crystals happen where, you know. Oh, yeah. Didn't didn't um, the three kings take crystals? Yeah, like even the three kings, like they gave them gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And, and both frankincense and myrrh, obviously we know that you could burn it as incense. So myrrh is like a little rock and you could actually burn it and it creates like, it's like an incense base kind of thing. It also has like a lot of healing like properties like it could be used in toothpaste. It could be used to get rid of like negative thoughts. It could relax you. It could straighten your mind. So it, they have a lot of like magical properties to to it as well. And gold itself has also like a lot of um, magical properties. They knew what they gave them. I mean, if they thought that this was like the savior of the world and you know, a new king was rising up, they were gonna give them the best things that they had. Yeah, of course. And even like, when you go to church, you know, they, the whole spiritual thing of the ostia and the the red wine and all that stuff, it's just little things that I feel like people don't realize that it's in a way witchy, 
just because of that mentality, you know, and, and, you know, like Hispanic parents could be tough growing up. And once they see that you're like trying something new, they're like, no, like, that's not the way that we taught you. It's this way and you're going to stick to it. We just got to get out of the idea that witchcraft is bad, you know? And then once you embrace that, you could kind of see it in everything. Even things that don't really are, even things that are not really involved in religion, they all have like a certain path, you know, like, um, like, for example, this whole thing about like, uh, I mean, like the, the stock market, you know, there's a certain trend where the moon cycles affect the stock market like there's times of the month where the stock goes down and there's times where it goes up and coincidentally it has to do with the moon cycles like anytime the moon is in the placement of the new moon the stocks actually go higher and any times that the full moon is it, there's a full moon the stocks go down and it's funny because that's essentially what the full moon is like releasing you know it's a time of like releasing. Yeah, it's like, you know, the the ladies that get their menstrual cycle during during the cycle, the moon cycles, you know? Yeah, it's like literally your body's literally telling you release something, not just like your menstrual, but like literally take the advantage to release at this time, you know, emotionally, especially because you get so emotional when you're on your menstrual cycle. Oh yeah. And when it's like in a new moon, it's it talks about more about being creative because we're mostly creative when we're on our menstrual cycle. So if your period lands on a, a new moon, then it's time for creativity. You gotta allow your body to express the, the creativity, you know? And so on and so forth. So there's like a lot of spirituality hidden in everything, the energies that that come with it. Yes, but it's just like how I say, I feel like it it takes for you to just be open to it. Yeah, be open and respectful. And then like the dreams, you know, like the dreams too, it's kind of in everything. Like some people have like the superstition of dreaming certain things and then they don't realize that like they're getting those messages from from something like there's a stores that gives you those dreams you know i mean i dream something and then it happens numerous times where i have i dream of a situation with a certain someone or like a certain situation in general and i wake up and i'm like i'm not even scared because of what i dream because you just say, okay, like, well, if this is a sign and I don't take it how they're giving it to me, like, I already know what's going to happen. It's like that gut feeling, you know, like, it's another example. A lot of people, I feel like, underestimate, like, that gut feeling that something's going to happen or, like, oh, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go into work today because I have a gut feeling something's going to happen and, like, you know, something ends up happening, something horrible happens especially the going to work <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah i wish i get a gut feeling every day <laughs> and it, it's technically a stomach issue 
my my gut is just not right today, boss. Like I can't come in. I mean, it is what it is, but it, but yeah, there's a lot of spirituality within us that we take for granted all because of our belief system. Like we are taught not to do it or not to um, emphasize it or not to even pursue it, you know, like don't pursue that because spirituality is bad and spirituality and everything's demonized, you know, and the fact that everything that we don't understand gets demonized is kind of ridiculous to be honest with you like how you mentioned earlier like oh yeah like i would use manifestations and you know asking for you know asking the the virgen de guadalupe for help and then having it there and you're just like oh okay well like like i i know you're there and i respect you and stuff so it just takes that respect and you know like it just takes for you to believe like I feel like a lot of people are just, well, more in the Hispanic community, I just feel like a lot of people aren't open to it just because of that, that, you know, every, they were grown into like, no, like you can't, you can't think of another religion other than Catholic or, or Christianity. And there's so many other religions that speak truth. Yeah, speak truth. Like, it's just a lot of people aren't open. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And you don't have to change religions. You don't have to convert into anything else. You just have to be open to things, you know. Yep, I agree. So yeah, I, I that's why I kind of like always want to hear other people's perspective, you know, like your perspective on still staying in your religion and still staying within the practices, but still being really witchy about things, you know it's it's pretty much a choice you have a choice to do or practice whatever you want to practice as long as you are aware respectful and you are a better person for it you know that before it was like well I don't talk to you because you are a specific religion and it goes against mine or I'm gonna be judged if I tell you what's mine but I feel like once people understand that you're being respectful towards their religion and you're not trying to convert anyone and you're not trying to fight about it, it's so much easier for them to accept your belief system. They're not like on the defense. Yeah, I mean, come on, we're in 2022. I feel like everyone should just be open to a lot of things that, you know, could help them in the long run. I feel like, like I mentioned, a lot of people don't don't want to be open because they're scared or they're you know in doubt but i feel like if it's a, something that catches your attention like go for it don't don't be like oh well my parents it's because my parents are gonna get mad no like you have you're already your whole other person but yeah it's always good to hear other people's perspectives you know be a better person listening to somebody else's perspective because there might be a truth to their perspective you know, and and if there isn't, then you're fully aware of what it was, and that's it. You know. Totally agree. If it makes you question what you're doing, then it's also great. Like, don't don't feel intimidated by someone questioning your belief system. And if it makes you question your belief system, and you start questioning the things that you're doing, then it it's only there to make you a better person once again. Because people need to stop being hard headed and be open. <laughs> Well, that kind of concludes the episode for today. 
you know, talking about being in a religion that does not accept witchcraft and you're still incorporating witchcraft into it and being open to other people's perspectives. Thank you guys for listening. Share this episode with someone who's on their spiritual journey. And if you guys would like to see more spiritual content, in the description below, there's a link where you guys could go straight to my Instagram and straight to my TikTok. Make sure to follow both because in both platforms, I have different content. So make sure to follow both. Once again, thank you guys for listening and have a great one.